Bunter. It's episode 190. Oh, I'm a horrible little worm. <laughs> Just a disgusting little worm crawling about. I eat dirt and I turn it into dirt. I've got two dirt holes. One for in, one for out. I didn't write this intro down, so we'll see how this goes. In the distance, the sound of a farmer's shovel hitting the ground. Chunk. I guess he and I probably have more in common chunk than you might expect. Uh, we both chunk work the earth, making it more more productive. Chunk. Uh, we both voted UKIP. Chunk. <laughs> oh, I'm a horrible little worm. Chunk. Oh, it's, it seems I've been chopped exactly in half. My my disgusting little pulsating body uh, has turned into two. But fortunately, I'm one of those one of those worms that will be chopped in half and survive, having both ends. Uh, now, um, I, I guess one end sprouts a new butthole, and the other end sprouts sprouts a new mouth hole. Uh, anyway, so with me here is Andrew. Oh, hey. Hi, Andrew. Good. It's nice to see you and me. Yeah, absolutely. Oh. Us, but also <laughs> individual. Um, sort of like a like a magnet split in two, um, oh. creating two new magnetic dipoles. Um, so that's nice. Or as if um, if if you took like the ship of Theseus and it was struck by a godly bolt of lightning and split in half and making two ships of Theseus and then one sails north and one sails south except uh, instead oh I'm a horrible little worm I'm a little disgusting uh, horrible little creature Uh, one day I will be stepped upon being a horrible little worm chunk I'm also here with Ben. How are you, Ben? <laughs> I'm a horrible little worm. You are a horrible little worm. You're me, but you're but you are also you. I am us. You, you are us, and we're horrible little worms eating our dirt and making our dirt. I I see in you how disgusting I am. Mm-hmm. But I do have that cool little um, decorative ring. Oh, you got the ring. I got the ring. I've kept oh, the ring. Oh, for fuck's sake! Yeah. Uh, now I can't tell which way I'm about. And other people can't tell which way I'm about because they don't to, have the ring. And you'd hate to get dirt in your dirt hole. Yeah, I've accidentally taken dirt into the dirt hole instead of the dirt into my dirt hole. Mm-hmm. And that's very confusing for everyone involved. Well, we're just three horrible little worms. Um, I never said I was horrible. No, you're beautiful. <laughs> it's sort of an inner beauty, though, that Ben and I lack because we are disgusting Um not, not in a sort of a wormy way, but just morally. We're just bad worms. The morality of a worm is not evenly distributed throughout its body. No. no. The, the, the most ethical part of the worm can be concentrated to one area, and you got that part. Yeah, you got, the, you got the ethics, and you also got, like, the pineal gland. I got the chunk of the worm with the soul in it. That's You can <laughs> that's dream, right. and a place is assured for you in heaven. Uh, for art. us, no such luck. You give us a canvas, and uh, we can replicate exactly what we see, but it's not art. There's nothing novel in it. Mm. No, but we will be selling it on NFTs. (laughs) We will be. Mm. Oh, we're horrible little worms. (laughs) 
Except for Andrew. Except for, Except for me. Except for me. Uh, writing some nice songs. Painting some stuff, you know. Well, it sounds like we've stumbled uh, head from indistinguishable arsehole into Nature Corner. Country roads, take me home to the place I I just thought, uh, given the topic, that maybe we should briefly cover this next story. Although I will say, one of my kids was asking me, uh, how do you tell uh, the dirt hole from the other dirt hole in a worm? And I was like, what do you want from me? Well, <laughs> did that happen? <laughs> yeah, like two days ago. That's wild! Wow. They, That's a... they, they said, "Oh, so like one one end eats the dirt," and I was like, "Yeah." And they were like, "Which end is that?" And I went, "Hmm." Which end would you like it to be? Said anyway. I guess like if you pop it down and it starts moving towards the dirt in a direction, that that direction is probably the head, you know? Yeah. That that seems to make sense. Pick the them up butthole have... is the part of it it's trying to get away from. What you want to do is pick them up and have a look. And if you can spot like a tiny little piece of toilet paper stuck to to like the corner, that's probably it. Which end is more smoochable? <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> do you detect any soul in that end? Hmm. Uh, there was a story this week in The Guardian in there. Under their marine life tag. Apparently, they've got enough going on to have a whole tag about it. Uh, and this is about the Sacoglossin sea slug, I guess. Mm, this is the uh, self-decapitating sea slug, I believe. That is the one. Scientists in Japan have discovered that this species of sea slug can decapitate itself and then regrow an entirely new body, complete with a beating heart and other vital organs. Uh, the process from shedding all of itself below the neck to regrowing a new body took less than a month in an extreme example of a process known as autotomy. <laughs> Aut- autotomy. Anyone want to give that one a go? I think autotomy sounds right. That sounds better than autotomy, doesn't it? That sounds it? real. Yeah. Much more so. Uh, Sayaka Mito of Nara Women's University said, We were surprised to see the head booming just after autotomy. <laughs> 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 I'd immediately forgotten what we agreed on. Reported in the journal Current Biology, Mito and colleague Yoichi Yusa wrote about uh, how in their studies of the life history of the sea slugs, they spotted something odd. Three of the younger lab-raised sea slugs and one wild specimen being reared autotomized at their neck position, leaving behind a body with its heart, kidney, intestine, and most of the reproductive organs. How is this? Are they just popping that bad boy off? Just like thinking real hard until their head pops off? Yeah, there's a lot of questions at this. Did they? You know, you know how there are people who can like uh, consciously wiggle their ears. Uh, oh, I can do it's that. It's the same thing. It's just finding a new movement you didn't realize your yeah. body could do, and okay. then your head pops off. All right, hmm. uh, brace yourself for this one. So, uh, when I was like five, um, my granddad taught me how to wiggle my right ear, and I think he was just about to teach me how to wiggle my left ear. Uh, and then he died from cancer. Um, so I could only wiggle my right ear. 
Huh. I, I'll show you. I'll literally next time we've got that list. You know, the list um, we got to work through. We added two more things to the list. Today, we added actually. two more things to the to the list. We we. We actually had a little picnic in the park this morning. Uh, didn't work on the list at all. No, so, not a, so not a single item of the list. Was the picnic one of the items of the list? No. no the, the picnic no. was spontaneous. Uh, come on. Not come associated on, with the list at all. No, you've got to come grab some grab some wood from um, my shed. Uh, watch 40 movies with me. Mm-hmm. Got to uh, get those photos of Finn. Photos of Finn. Yep. Uh, and also the granddad ear. Yep. And you got to show me your ear moving. Mm-hmm. Not to not to rain on your really upbeat story, but um, <laughs> but like, could could you not could you not like maybe try and fulfill your grandfather's wishes by perhaps teaching yourself to wiggle your other ear? Oh, I've tried, <laughs> I've tried, but it's not the same. Apparently, different moves, different muscles. You One's can't just on my left. flip that feeling. Apparently not. Well, I can't like just start riding left-handed. For example, I just don't you, think you could. That's... It just wouldn't be very good. Yeah, so I can kind of move my left left ear, but I have to like squint my eye at the same time. Whereas right ear, he's got a mind of his own. He could pop <laughs> off and grow some new, whole new Theo. <laughs> <laughs> that's actually oh. the root of Theo. Is the oh, so right we could, ear? We could propagate more of you from your ear. <laughs> yeah, put you in a little. Glass jar. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, graft me onto a dog. <laughs> it's, a, so, it's a hybrid. So, in an attempt to, to answer this question for you, uh, while the bodies didn't survive very long, from days to months before decomposing, the decapitated heads started feeding on algae within hours and healed the wound within a day. Okay. Still just a head. Uh, Mito and Yusa noticed a groove on the neck of the sea slugs. They tied some nylon around it to stimulate the mollusks, mollusks, mollusks trick. And some of those specimens dutifully performed. Just making them decapitate themselves. Jeez. The scientists what? think... The scientists think... Imagine if someone could just come around to you and <laughs> just like... Just give me a little tickle and my head pops off. They, they, they like, uh, tighten your necktie a little for you. Oh! <laughs> Do they no. like this happening? I mean, they do it on purpose. They're doing it on purpose. And the little guys as well. Yeah, mum, check it out. <laughs> the scientists think the sea slugs may have developed the technique as a way of getting rid of a parasite in their body. Another oh, key smart. part of the trick is finding a way to get energy when you don't have a digestive system. I agree. That's tricky. Yeah. I haven't figured it out yet. Uh... <laughs> The scientists think the sea slugs are using the energy from the photosynthesis occurring in cells that they've gained from algae they've eaten. Quote, I call them solar-powered slugs, said Professor Maria Byrne of the University of Sydney, who was not involved in the research. (laughs) (laughs) Awesome. Something about that quote I really like. (laughs) Just a a sea slug groupie. (laughs) I think it's cool. Thank you very much for giving comment. Byrne is a marine biologist who has studied autotomy in starfish, also known as sea stars. Hmm. I'm on there. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. I had to watch the uh, third SpongeBob movie again today. Uh, I think they're definitely going downhill. <laughs> I, I assume by had to, you mean your kids wanted to watch it. Not that, like, you felt a compulsion that could not possibly be met by anything other than watching the third SpongeBob movie. Yeah, you were right on the first one. Yeah, okay. That would have been uh, a funny mental condition that you had. 
Couldn't leave uh, the house until I watched it again. <laughs> uh, maybe wants to watch the third SpongeBob movie, Sponge on the Run. And uh, I don't know. I saw a review of it that was like, you know, there was an episode of the SpongeBob SquarePants TV show that is the plot of this movie, except that it went for like ten minutes <laughs> instead of a feature-length film. Mm-hmm. They got Snoop Dogg in there doing a rap song, cashing a nice check. Man likes to cash a check. I'll tell you that. You guys see those menu log ads? Snoop no, Dogg, because the away. moment I see a, an ad pop up, I just sort of close whatever device I have in front of me. Yeah, I feel like we've <laughs> just been training our minds for the last 10, 15 years to be able to just compartmentalize so well that we can just forget part of the screen exists. Like, that's the, that's the bad part of the screen. I'm just going to render a little black X I, there I, in my mind. I get ads when I watch stuff on the YouTube app on my TV uh, because obviously my TV does not have an ad blocker and I will shoot myself in the face with a blunderbuss before I ever give a cent to YouTube uh, like subscription wise. Oh, absolutely. Uh, I, I watch approximately two hours of YouTube every day <laughs> and, uh, and I will never pay them any money. Yeah, um, they ask. They ask me several times a day. Several times. Would you? Hey, how would you like? You know, a free trial of the ad-free thing. And I go, fuck off. Yeah. No. No. And I'm like, I, well, you've what? already got the free trial. I'm like, cancel it. I saw uh, Apple TV was like, hey, you want a one-year free trial? And I was like, going well, is it? What? <laughs> 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 one-year one free trial? Hey, That's a. Would you like to come to my restaurant and I feed you for a year? <laughs> It it had a very uh, it had a very like um, like old, guild old feeling, a, a very like old school porno website feeling of like uh, free trial and after thirty days we will rebuild your credit card for for thirty dollars or whatever and ba- I think the the idea is that hopefully enough people forget that they signed up for the thing and then twelve months later you go what the fuck is this. It's fun that it's fun that we're kind of like discussing how bad ads are on on YouTube when like you know I go and visit my parents in Mackay or whatever and the, and they'll watch actual commercial TV with it's, actual commercial TV ads and you're like oh it's like someone oh like, how is how are you doing this what are you doing to yourself it feels like someone has has taken like a staple gun to my head it's, it's so it's so bad. We've we it's one of the few things we've actually improved upon in, in a society is is fewer less intrusive ads. Um, somehow the internet is now the less added paradise compared to commercial TV. Anyway, this is distracting us from uh, sea slugs popping their own heads off. I guess so. Uh, but first, listen to this ad for the Bunta Vista podcast. Ben, slot an ad in there. Podcasts. They're nature's greatest natural resource, and it's important that they're harvested sustainably. Editing, production, fart sound effects. These are all important resources from our local ecosystems. That's why we're asking you to go to patreon.com slash Vista and pledge five US dollars a month to help support the healthy growth of a homegrown podcast like Bunta Vista. In exchange, you'll get an extra sustainably farmed episode every week, access to our Discord, and a naturally pristine, promo-free podcast feed. Thank you for helping look after one of nature's most precious resources. No, I won't do it. 
I mean, okay. I will, but I won't do it for... Just do it later on. <laughs> I'll do it for, you know, the people that hear the ads. But for people who don't, they're going to hear you say... Like, the Patreon subscribers are just going to hear, put an ad here, and then nothing. Okay. I'm going to put in 36 seconds of silence into there. Well, don't do that. Give them something fun. No, I want them to have the same flow of the podcast, but I don't want to make them listen to an ad. Okay. Anyway, uh, this lady who wasn't involved in the Seas Log stuff says that some Sea Start species are able to regrow a new central nervous system, regenerate a new body from a severed arm, or even split themselves in half to colonize a habitat. Fuck that. That's, that's a bit that much for me. From whose perspective? As in, <laughs> you, the idea of that happening is annoying you, or the idea of that happening if it were you? Um, I, was, I was reading a, a book with one of my kids in which, uh, like, the, the kid who was in the book starts, like, spontaneously duplicating. Um, and it just keeps going until, like... They've they've given this child an entire city in England to populate, and then the book just ends. What? Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, like like I thought it was going to be something. Where, so, so where, where they find like a, a witch, and she's like, oh, 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 "You no longer have yeah. the multiplicity curse." Did, did yeah. Ted Chang write this story? <laughs> we 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 killed the head vampire. No, there's none of that. It's like this, this kid wakes up in the morning and then there's two of her and her parents are like, oh, shit. Oh, I hate it when this happens. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then, you know, so they send both of them to school and during the course of the day, she like multiplies again and comes home and then there's four of them. Fuck, you got to go on mum's net. Yeah. <laughs> Anyone else has this? <laughs> spontaneously duplicating. I've got... Two, no, I've got four, oh, I've got eight, no, I've got 16, oh, I've got 30, oh, I've got 256 of the same child. Any tips? So, but that's <laughs> but that's how the book goes, it keeps going on, they're like, and then there were 32, and then there were 64, and um, and yeah, like, you, you know, and then like the media starts covering it, and I kept sort of expecting them to be like, and then the child learned a lesson, and <laughs> yeah. there, there was one of them. <laughs> there's you know? no narrative arc here, there's just an exponential, oh sorry, is it geometric, or ex- it's geometric, not exponential, isn't it, Theo? Doubling? Uh. Wow, you are useless to me. Hmm. It so is exponential. It. Okay. Because there's an exponent. Hmm. Um, but yeah, like I said, I, I I was like expecting to get to the end of the book and, you know, maybe she learns a lesson and turns back into one kid and her parents like, see, it's fine to be an only child or whatever the fuck, you know. Um, but instead, <laughs> instead it gets to the end and it's just like we, we, gave, we gave her Birmingham. And and there's like you know a, 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 specifically, it's, like, <laughs> it's, it's like they weren't using it. Some some town in England, and like there's a picture, and it's, it's just Stuart Lee out. Th- this child is like <laughs> in in all the stores and in all the carriages of a train that's going past, and is all the people on the street. And then they're like, "Isn't that crazy?" And it ends, and like obviously the strong suggestion is that this child is going to continue multiplying and just overrun the planet. I was like, that's no, 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 terrifying. Just Birmingham. Yeah. Um, but, They've but, walled off Birmingham, but soon the sheer mass of all of the person inside there will bust through those walls. And what happens then? Exactly. But, uh, but like right towards the start, when it's just like two kids, um, my daughter goes, Oh, which one's the real one? I was like, Ho, ho, welcome to a classic trope of science fiction. You tell me who's the real one. And she was like, no, I'm asking. I'm asking you. 
And I, <laughs> it's like, which one, which one has the glow of a soul, you know? Didn't really have a good answer for it, but I was like, oh, isn't that fun to see the first time your child has contemplated, hey, if I were to clone someone, who would be the real one? What if they had, like, what if it was a sci-fi scenario, but they had a really good Voight Kampf machine, so it, you could just tell straight away, and so, like, much of society's time is just taken up by shooting clones with a large magnum. Yeah. Get out of here. Ah, uh, another one. You could probably automate that. Yeah, absolutely. I'd say so. Find new efficiencies. <laughs> Work smarter, not harder. Anyway, that's what I assume is happening with these starfish. So if They're you split all... in half and generate two new halves, who fucks your wife? Well, I mean, definitely at least one point you both do, because you're going to try that. <laughs> yeah. Oh, wait, you mean at the same time? Well, yeah. I mean, obviously, the first thing that happens, you <laughs> both of you go, what? And then you look at each other, and then you cock your heads to the side and go, hmm. <laughs> Actually, they do they do get into that in uh, the fantastic book that Ben loaned me, Embassy Town. That is a fantastic book, isn't it? Mm. Hmm. Um, nobody wants to have sex, though, during that first couple of weeks that you're just growing like a tiny baby arm <laughs> and a baby leg. <laughs> yeah, one side of you is just very smooth and soft. Yeah, you've got like a little milky orb growing where your eye's going to be. Oh, I can't wait until I get my right testicle. Oh. This is going to be awesome. Yeah, teeth teeth starting to push out of the soft <gasps> no. gums on that side. You oh, know. that's the worst. <laughs> you found what? the worst thing of all of those things. Congratulations. <laughs> one one little one little raisin nut growing in your sack <laughs> next to the next to the full size one. Your skin's <laughs> translucent, so you can just sort of see like a lung sort of forming there. Yep. Well, only one of you would have a heart. No, the heart's in the middle. Well, Maybe on not, your heart body. is in it's the middle. Not, yeah. It's not quite. <laughs> hey? It's not quite, you know. It's, Maybe, it's right you... in the middle of your body. <laughs> it, just po- it just points left. <laughs> Dead center, you reckon? Is this yes. true? Yes. Your heart's, f- not, your heart's not on the left hand side. It's, it's in the middle. It's just your aorta goes left, which is why you can feel it on the left. So only one of you gets an aorta? <laughs> That's right. I'm f- 30 years old. Just googling no, where I is think, the heart. I'm also looking at where. Well, it looks like he's right. He's absolutely no, right. No, well, this one it's over on one side. There's a lot of pictures you can I find think of the diagram. I'm looking at where it's over on one side is wrong. <laughs> this is you mean like right? It's it's not in the armpit. That's what I think. Everything it's I learned in the movie the Ninja Assassin was wrong. <laughs> and I uh, imagine there's some listeners who are for the first time listening to this show learning something. Yeah, and then there's everyone like, else like who is like, don't, you these guys fucking don't know where they are. <laughs> <laughs> this, is the, this is the show where you get to learn us, like, collectively try to agree on how to pronounce a word at least once per episode. Uh, all that good stuff, you know? I was thinking today while I was driving that we could just change the tagline of this podcast to, this will not make you smarter or happier. <laughs> That's, that's fine. I can do that. Start I off as that. you mean to go on. You yeah. will not learn anything from this, and nothing will bring you joy. <laughs> although I got to say, this next story did bring me joy. Uh, although it didn't bring the people in the story joy, because unfortunately, it was the one thing they didn't want to happen. This is the one thing we didn't want to happen. That's one of the people from the story saying that. <laughs> 
Yep. This is uh, this is from the New York Daily News. <laughs> uh, drunk driver crashes into car of drunk driving friend he was coming to help in East Nashville. And that's basically the whole story <laughs> in a sentence, really. There's, There's an extra wrinkle to it, uh, mm. which I enjoy. So, a car belonging to a woman who drove into a ditch after leaving a bar. Pro move. That's a... It's a vintage drink driving. Well, ditch is a ditch is like nature's cradle. <laughs> when you've when you've gone a little too hard, it's there to to hug you all up and scoop you up, you know, scoop you up and give you a little sleepy time. Nature's safety net. Uh, yeah, I like the idea of just leaving the bar and immediately rolling right off the edge of the road. Uh, so her friend came to help her out. Uh, police say Natasha Nansel, 24, admitted that she'd had a glass of wine and an espresso martini at the Fox Bar before driving her car into a trench after checking her cell the, phone. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, the espresso really kind of kicks it up. Oh, Offsets like, one drink. That's probably like, the funniest drink that could have enlisted in this because it's a very like, well, that'll happen. Have a couple of espresso martinis, all of a sudden you're no. crushing although, into your similar drunk driving friend. I think that it's actually a move of drunk driving excellence. Uh, because to me, I see the logic of a person who has said, all right, I got to sharpen up. Mm. You know? But I and you still want to keep this buzz going. Yeah, I got yeah. to wake up a little bit, but I am going to have one more drink before I go. Mm. The party is not over, but I do have to get home without falling asleep at the wheel. Exactly. So, Gotta what's, wake what's up, gonna but fit the love bill? the taste of ethanol. Perfect intersection. Americans love driving to bars. Yeah, and then driving home. Like Yes. Well, I guess it's when your entire nation is built on the basis of drivability. That probably includes bars as well. You can't just, like, catch a bus to a bar. You can't. They don't have the RSL courtesy bus. Oh, you got to get the RSL courtesy bus. Yeah. They don't have the RSL either, so that's probably okay. why that... Well, RSL that, first and then... Then the courtesy bus. Mm-hmm. I was watching uh, an episode of season four of The Sopranos last night, and uh, they're like at a casino in Florida or something. Tony's at a casino and gets very, very drunk. And they're like, ah, oh, we'll get you back to your hotel. We have a, we have a chopper. And they take him outside to a helicopter, and I was like, "No, like if it's it's bad enough to me to like be in a cab when I'm very drunk." Oh you yeah, you can wind windows like down on the cab. Yeah, you can. Well, you, you can. can put the, you can do that on a helicopter too. You can put the windows down. Um, on the whole door down. You can. You can try to like pick something on your plane of movement to focus on. Oh, yeah. You can try to like maybe just look at the streetlights or something. You really like only that. want one axis of rotation. That's mm. kind of that's my point here, right? I yeah. was thinking about you know if you're in that zone, if you're in the how much of this ten minute cab ride home can I endure? Do you reckon <laughs> there's of- any like helicopter pilots out there? There. They walk out of the bar, they kind of hop into the front seat of the helicopter like, uh, I'm good, I'm good, you're good, right? I'm good. I just you're had like, an espresso martini, I'm um, ready to do rock. this. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I built this helicopter myself, I think I can fly it. <laughs> oh, those trees are awfully close. <laughs> R.I.P. to French billionaire fuckface Dassault. What's his name? 
Ernest. I don't know. I just saw a headline that was billionaire dies in fiery crash, and I was like, oh, that's really testing the limits of my <laughs> empathy. <laughs> Can't take it with you when you go, you know? The that helicopter, is the expression. That is, that's an expression. The what helicopter? I'm you can't what I'm take saying it with is, you when you go. What I'm saying is maybe let me have some of the money. Give me 500 bucks. And I'm saying that to everyone, <laughs> not just the billionaires. Please give me $500. Let's help us out, you know? Uh, but yeah, just I I feel like I would say no to the chopper ride home. Um, one guy in the scene throws up on the way to the chopper and I was like, good, get it out. Well, get it out, but also you don't need to be on the chopper. I, I agree with Theo. You want one axis of movement, you know? It sucks enough going around the corners in the cab. Uh, like moving moving in all the directions at once? No, thank you. Ascending? No, pass. Descending? Ooh. Hard pass. No, thank you. Ascending and then descending in <laughs> rapid, rapid motion. No, thank you. So, she said she'd had a glass of wine and an espresso martini and then immediately looked at her phone while driving her car into a trench. She reportedly called her friend Melvin Arndt for assistance. When the 30-year-old man arrived to help Nancel, uh, he immediately crashed into her car. Hey, yeah, I'm just outside the bar at uh, wherever this is. Uh, yeah, um, how, you, how am I going to find you? Uh, you'll find me. <laughs> <laughs> he sure did. He really did. Um, so when the, when the police, uh, had a chat to him, he confessed to consuming, quote, two beers before driving. Classic, classic move. Lying. I noticed Even the p- though they're just gonna breathalyze you anyway. Both of them have opted for, I have had two drinks in their story. Um. That's a real, like, well, I'm not gonna say that I haven't been drinking, but... Two drinks. That's good. That'll cover me. No one yep. will ask any questions. I had a couple of beers, you know. Uh, so he reportedly blew a 0.191 blood alcohol level, uh, and she blew a 0.179 blood alcohol level. The legal limit is 0.08. Mm. So, which is which is tipsy, by the way. The American legal limit is tipsy. <laughs> I saw someone uh, do a tweet a couple of weeks ago where they were like talking about things they missed from uh, oh my God. before <laughs> the coronavirus. And they were like, I really miss, you know, like on a Saturday afternoon going and having a couple of cocktails and driving home a little buzzed. <laughs> I was like, no, Americans are fucked. If I feel even like slightly like, ooh, I'm like leaving my car wherever it is. Oh, it's a pretty good feeling though. No. <laughs> It is a good feeling, but only in controlled circumstances. You, when you're on a property, get as drunk as you want, drive your car around as long as you're not going to hit any people or animals. Uh, when you're on the road, nothing. Not even a wobble. One time, uh, years and years ago. Oh, no. This is a story oh, about you. distance. Yeah, Jesus fucking Christ. <laughs> we don't endorse drink driving on this podcast. I just well, want that to be very I clear. Had, I hadn't been drinking. Uh-huh. Anyway, let's probably move on from this one. Um... <laughs> All right. Apparently, my parents do occasionally listen to this show. <laughs> or is this a story about you masturbating while you're driving? No, no. <laughs> Nothing bad ever happened when I did that. <laughs> no, instead it's time for Scam Watch. You guys know how I love a scam. Right? Yeah. yeah. Yep. Yes, we do. Cool. That's probably why we talk about it on the show so much. 
So, Ben, you've bought us something from the Associated Press here. Germany bans water vitalizer over radio interference. I certainly I like, have, yes. I'd like to have my water vitalized. Well, it has me- tons of benefits, as reading this article will demonstrate to you. Okay. Hey, can you uh, <laughs> motioning to the bartender, put a little vitality in this? <laughs> this water isn't vital enough for me. Mm. None of my hit points came back when I drank it. German authorities on Friday banned the sale and use of a New Age water vitalizer device amid concerns that it is interfering with amateur radio signals. (laughs) (laughs) It doesn't need to be doing that at all. Well, (laughs) arguably, it doesn't need to be doing anything because it does nothing. Nothing, So this is really just adding insult to injury at this point. It is, it is pretty awesome to not only not do the thing you say you do, but to do additional stuff that is actively harmful to unrelated areas. Yeah, like the biocharger in G just fleeces you out of money and makes some pretty lights happen in your living room while you're hanging out with some guys. Whereas this does nothing and also ruins some people's hobbies. The Federal Network Agency said it had received numerous reports of the device sold by Swiss company Wasser Matrix. <laughs> Wassermatrix. Sorry. <laughs> sorry, it's Wassermatrix AG. AG, yeah. Mm. Oh, Is that with a, a, do you reckon it's going to have a hard W there? Well, like Wasser, no, it's, it's certainly Wassermatrix. Matrix. Yes. So this is from the from the east of Switzerland. Makes me, uh, makes me think it, of... We're talking Zurich. Makes I don't the old... know anything about Switzerland. <laughs> Not a but single thing. The old uh, Grand Theft Auto ads for the for the beer. Piss Wasser. Piss, 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 piss. Wasser Matrix. Wasser <laughs> Matrix AG. Uh, so it was being sold as a way to activate the body's self-healing powers. It's going to turn you into Wolverine. Uh, it was transmitting on the frequencies allocated for ham radio users. It shouldn't be doing that. <laughs> nope. <laughs> I'm just going to get that out of the way. It probably right shouldn't be front. transmitting at all. Hmm. The agency said owners of the 8,000 euro device, which is about 12,500 Australian dollars, uh, which they have sold more than 2,400 of these in Germany. Very cool. (laughs) So, to be clear, you're allowed to keep it, but you cannot use it. (laughs) (laughs) We will not confiscate this from you, but you are not allowed to touch it. I hope that is reasonable. Uh, and it is from eastern Switzerland near Zurich. I knew it. What are you doing? What is happening here? <laughs> what is this? <laughs> got, got any Zurich heads out there? Just triangulating based on several details that are about this company. I'm something of a Swiss head. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the German side. On the, on the western side, they all speak French or Italian. Oh, of course. And that's one of the many things you could learn about Switzerland by looking into the country Switzerland. Vasamatrix AG did not immediately respond to a request for comment. Not from us, for the record. No. Well, their <laughs> phones weren't working. <laughs> I'm going to start adding in to the, the copy I put in here. They did not respond to comment that I did not ask for. Or I should start asking for comment. Hey. We should ask for comment. Fuck, that'd be so good. Uh, we're going to be mm. talking about your shit that sucks on a podcast. <laughs> Do you have any feelings about that? Hmm. I think you should do that, Ben. You start shooting off some emails. God. There is no downside to that. (laughs) I don't like making people upset. 
Oh, I. Oh. I want to make them upset. We want. We want to feature your product on no, our. Because then they program. might listen to it, and then it's half an hour of being like, "Oh, you little Swiss nerd, you little turd <laughs> idiot." But also they're scammers, so yeah, that's and, they're, fine. and they're Swiss, so they're not really people. <laughs> so here True. are some details. Some details that have been included to make you mad, Theo. Uh, this is via Google Translate. Why did you do that? Okay. The water vitalizer is based on the basic theory of Nikola Tesla and George Lakovsky. The Tesla oscillator from Russia has a handheld probe which is also called an antenna. This handheld probe is used to inform or structure and energize the water. The energized water is then fed into our body. The body is activated by the energy fields. The self-healing powers are addressed. All of this without any side effects. And in fact... No effects whatsoever. <laughs> That's right. Nothing bad is happening to you. Or anything good. Or Can they pick, can they pick a lane as far as like whether or not radio waves are bad for you or not? Like I guess I know I understand that Hippies the lane are a is a broad church. Yeah, I understand that the the lane is whatever makes them money, which is fine. Okay, whatever. But I don't know. It's just tiring. I'm just so tired. Here are some of the features. Healthy hexagonal water is the basis of health and well-being. Similar to our Earth's surface, our body also contains over 70% water. For this reason, some users came up with the idea of using the device directly on the body. Huh? <laughs> huh? Oh, and you're going to love once you see a picture of what this looks like and try and imagine how that application goes down. Oh, no. Many users report amazing improvements in vitality, health, and well-being. This device is not... Because they're idiots. The, the people that are buying your product are idiots, and that's why they're... Oh, God, it's a probe. Oh, you think someone would spend 12300 Australian dollars on something if it didn't work? That is straight up like an ultrasound probe. Yep. Yeah, very much so. I would describe the appearance of that probe as transvaginal. Yep. This device is not, as is often assumed, a replica of the multi-wave oscillator, according to Lakovsky, but a technical further development. Radiofrequency treatment is a medical science that is ancient and has been forgotten over time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we'll get to that, Theo. Uh, here, here, Theo, getting steamed over. What the fuck are you talking about? The so-called Tesla currents were created in 1880 and was then implemented in high-frequency devices by various manufacturers. This therapy was further developed by Jacques Assan de Sarnevol in 1892 and used as a full-body treatment with high-frequency Tesla currents. A further development was achieved at the turn of the century by J. Kawashik in Vienna. The treatment with electricity goes back to the Roman and Mayan times when electric eels were used. <laughs> the characteristic was that the most varied and many glass electrodes were used. Numerous doctors adopted this new and very successful form of therapy at the time. Before World War II, <laughs> many books about radio frequency were put on the list of banned books. wonder why. <laughs> The, the knowledge of this achievement of high frequency was then largely lost in the turmoil of the war. This is like somebody going through books and like trying to find out how to do the pineal gland stimulation from, from beyond. Mm -hmm. you know? 
The success of the treatment of high frequency has been proven. It will be worthwhile for the customer slash patient, depending on the medical findings, to first order high frequency therapy with approximately six to ten treatments before an operation is carried out. What the fuck? What operation? <laughs> That's 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 for fixing the thing that the water device didn't do anything about. I love purchasing a device as part of a phase one mm-hmm. with an indistinct phase, including an operation uh, TBA. Phase one will involve drinking some hexagonal water, and then comes phase two. Nothing further to add at this time. <laughs> Keep an ear out. <laughs> you will so, know when it has begun. <laughs> So, taking a look at this thing, right? Now, remember, of course, this is an audio medium, so you may have to describe this uh, for the listener. Okay, so, to me, <laughs> yeah. to me, it's immediately vaguely sexual in nature, but that's probably what says more about me. Um, so, it it is basically a white handle with a sort of, like, looks like maybe a, a centimeter or two wide ribbed probe coming out the end of it and another one coming off at like a 45 degree angle coming back yeah. towards the user that is holding yeah. the thing his and hers <laughs> they've had a lot of success with um double penetration of the radio frequency mm. <laughs> yeah into the human body mm. it's got a molded grip for the hand as well which is very disconcerting it's for when you're using it vigorously, I guess. Uh, and it has some type of cord coming out the back of it. I assume this is then getting, like, jacked into this panel. It when has... you say some type of cord, it is straight up just a, like, coax cable. Yeah. Like, Not sure what that's doing cable. here. <laughs> well, that's, that's got the thing coming from the mysterious box, I assume. You plug it into the uh, mysterious box that looks like a... Like a something that is sold at Radio Shack. It's just a big Those little do, do-it-yourself kits for building little like little stomp boxes. Yeah, and it has three buttons. Uh, the bottom and topmost button have an arrow pointing to the middle button. Uh, from top to bottom, they read. Uh, well, they one's a symbol of a glass of water. One is a <laughs> stop sign, and one is a drawing of the device itself. As to what this could mean. Uh, I think the stop button stops it. Everything else, I have no idea. Yeah. Uh, so, so I guess, like, what I've taken away from this, right, is that you're, I guess you're supposed to, like, put this this device into water and vitalize it with your ham radio frequencies. Mm-hmm. Um, but then people are using the device on themselves. I am not really sure how to take this other than someone either like running it over their body or placing it in their body. I'm going to assume running it over, but I don't understand why you would need the two the two things on there. But also, so this is transmitting on ham radio frequencies. Are they suggesting that you would get the same benefits by standing next to a ham radio set? <laughs> it's very possible. There's a lot of pictures online of people using this thing, and none of them are consistent. I've got one lady using on the back of their head, uh, another one, like, rubbing some extruded spikes that come out of it over a joint. I don't... 
One of the great things about scams is, like, they will say that it's good for anything. They're like, you just rub it on any, any body part, and that body part's going to get better. Um, which is really, like, non-specific way to say it doesn't do anything. Um, and one of the videos they've got on there is labeled Tesla meets kinesiology. So there's a, a whole new exhausting layer, apparently. Mm-hmm. I remember watching an episode of like uh, Nathan for You, and uh, the, whenever he recruits people to be a part of his schemes, he always like puts an ad on Craigslist. Uh, he like see, he seems to exclusively recruit people for Craig's uh, via Craigslist for like his his schemes, um, which of course leads to a certain type of person <laughs> res- <laughs> responding to like. Uh, Craigslist ads in Los Angeles for like, come to this place and I'll give you $20 for something weird. And there's uh, somebody that he's talking to about like something something that's like completely unrelated to anything else. And while this guy's talking, he like takes out this thing that it looks like a remote control for an air conditioner. And um, and he just, he kind of slips and drops it on the floor and he picks it back up and like puts it down in front of himself. And Nathan's like, what's that? He's like, oh, that, uh, that's just my wellness meter. And he's like, what does that do? And this guy just sits there and explains to him for what seems to be a significant period of time how this thing that he has is, is just... It's like, you know how the biocharger had like recipes and shit? It had like... um. Oh, you you have to like buy the recipes so that you can say, "Oh, damn! I got herpes. I got to program that into my biocharger and zap that off." I want my balls to be well. Yeah. So, like, th- this guy was like, "Yeah, I have this thing that I bought from somebody, and um, while it's running, it creates like a field, and if you're inside that field, you'll have like feelings of of being good, of of wellness, and you'll be relaxed and all that sort of stuff. If it moves too far away from you, though." I can't feel it anymore, and, and that's no good. And it's very strange to, like... It, it's just a really weird part in this episode of seeing somebody just out in the wild just casually explaining to somebody else, oh, yeah, this completely bullshit device that some charlatan has sold me, and I'm telling you all about how it's totally real and normal to me to carry around my little, my little remote with an LCD screen, uh, and I put some AA batteries in it and push a button... And then I tell my brain that everything is okay. Imagine if that's all it took, you know? It'd be nice. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I think why people something. go in for these. Yeah. That's probably it. <sighs> kind of a bummer. Maybe I should get myself one of these things. Zap some of my water, you know? Ruin yeah. my neighbor's ham radio. <laughs> <laughs> Quickest way to find out who around you is doing ham radio. <laughs> just hear someone just being like, ah, fucking shit. <laughs> I was talking to a bloke in Argentina. <laughs> that's that's pretty far away. You can get quite far with a ham radio. A, a, ham, a ham radio shortwave, is that the deal? Or what's the... Sorry, I, I exhausted my knowledge of ham radios when I said you can get quite far with a ham radio. I'm basing this on um, the opening of both the movie and book Contact. Thank you, Ben. Check out Contact, written by Carl Sagan, or check out Contact with a screenplay written by Carl Sagan. Hmm. Well, that's enough of Scam Watch. Time for Bean Watch. Bean Watch. 
Tell you what's not a scam. Delicious beans. <laughs> That's right. Beans will never betray you. <laughs> they won't. Full of protein. Tastes great. A lot of different varieties. Yep. What are more positive attributes of beans? Uh, well, nice, nice colors. You know, that's actually quite small for storage. So you can, yeah, you can dry them out and keep them for later. Mm. You can basically resurrect your beans. I buy them dry. I'm never drying the beans myself. I had some delicious beans, uh, homegrown from the garden, with dinner the other day, and they were really nice. Beans, gotta love them. This is from press agency UPI. A, Calif- a California stuntman. <laughs> All right, let's let's sit with that just for a second, okay? I want okay. you to. Um, I'm assuming when I like. All right, Theo. When I say a California stuntman, what is conjured in your mind? I'm imagining a man uh, who was on a motorcycle, but now he's flying through the air. My motorcycle is kind of slightly detached from him. Mm-hmm. Um, they've parted ways. They've parted ways. And it's sort of just in a uh, kind of slow motion or almost freeze frame with the sun sort of behind him, the cal- famous Californian sun, either rising over the ocean or setting, whatever they've got over there. That, that's what I've got so far. Uh, and also <laughs> whatever in reference to the, to the UPI, you want to have a big drink before you have sex. And then... You're making a little, um, little joke there about urinary tract infections. It's no joke. Even urinary. I think he's talking about a urinary piss pract, infection. Urinary pract infections. Mm-hmm. Cranberry juice, I've heard. And it's just for the guys. Anyway, a California <laughs> stuntman. Insert guitar lick there. I'm picturing a man. He's in. He's in white. A whole white jumpsuit and is a racist flag for a cape. Probably. You're picturing evil Knievel. I am. Where do you reckon he was from? Couldn't even guess. Okay. Uh, he, well, he was from Montana. That's not California. Anyway, California stuntman spent 24 hours sitting in a pool of bean dip <laughs> <laughs> to promote a Los Angeles area restaurant that has suffered losses from the COVID-19 pandemic. Okay, now that is definitely yeah. how you get a UPI. <laughs> <laughs> Hunter Ray Barker said he climbed into the wading pool filled with bean dip outside Los Toros Mexican restaurant in Chatsworth at 3 p.m. Monday because he wanted to support the restaurant, which he described as one of his favorites for years. The idea that no one asked him to do this is so amazing. Good. It just shows up on the day. Hey, uh, hey can I get uh, 40 liters of bean dip? You're not fucking sitting in 40 liters of bean dip. You're going to need like 200 liters of bean dip. 40 litres, that's like a small esky. All right, she's fuck up. <laughs> I want you to take bean dip seriously. Showing up to open the restaurant, and here's this guy <laughs> sitting in a wading pool, waist deep in <laughs> beans. Shirtless. Does he have hey, a shirt uh, on? Do we? He was actually wearing a sort of vest jacket type thing. <laughs> oh, dear. Baker's 24-hour tenure at the pool coincided with a block party at the eatery, which featured the stuntman receiving a tattoo of the restaurant's logo while sitting in the dip. <laughs> Everything about this is just like, how many infections do you want? <laughs> we can give you as many as you need. Oh, you got a, you got a UPI in that tattoo. We took it. 
We're talking dermal. We're talking subdermal. Talking lingual. Whatever you got. Also, I assume there's a point where the block party finished. Let's say like 3 a.m. to be charitable. Uh-huh. Yep. <laughs> After that. You reckon... How many people you reckon are sticking around? I, I think it's zero or one. It's like one guy in a fold-out chair at like 4.30. He's like, oh, oh, oh no, I one. get it, man. I get it. I love what you call doing, it. but I got to, yeah, for a big day tomorrow. Sorry, mate. I got to, um, but good luck with, just yep. call if anyone tries to rob you while you're in the bead pool by yourself for the parking lot. A couple lot. of hours of him just soaking in those beans, maybe getting a little kip. The beans are getting cold. The- <laughs> It's, um, you actually lose body heat a hundred times faster in beans than you do in air. People don't realize that. That's why That's why it's so important to rescue people if they're adrift in beans quickly. There's a lot going on in the logo. Just, of uh, Los Toros Mexican yeah. restaurant in Chatsworth? Yeah. So so he has to get a tattoo of like the, the words Los Toros. Very big, uh, very bold. And then underneath that, there are not one, not two, but three bull's heads. Uh, they look like they are, I guess, uh, one looks drunk, one looks sleepy, and the other one looks like he has eaten something spicy. There are three bulls inside every man. (laughs) (laughs) One is drinking tequila. (laughs) One has had a spicy meatball and the other is just satisfied, you know? (laughs) I would like to know if he had to get, uh, Chatsworth Mexican restaurant underneath it. Or if you just got to have like the Lost Toros and the Bulls, you know? I guess I that, that, that's his choice at this point. I feel like a lot of these things were his choice. Quote, obviously a stunt like this is ridiculous. I mean, Correct. <laughs> it's absurd. It's wild. But as with any stunt, I'm always in favor of something that edges on the side of absurdity if it can celebrate and at least make a couple of people laugh. Barker told Patch before climbing into the bean dip. <laughs> That's like just just congratulating yourself before you slide on into your big tub of beans. This um, this is a young stuntman. Like, oh, sorry, I'll post a picture in the chat, but uh, I was picturing someone a lot more grizzled than this hmm. person. Yeah, when you say California stuntman, I picture Cal. Well, rest in peace. Uh, the late great Mad Mike Hughes, who passed away last year in a tragic rocket crash, R.I.P. seeking the truth. I accidentally <sighs> watched that video very recently. Oh the one God. of the crash, oh no. yeah. No, I because he, he was... just like I know I was looking it up because we had talked about it on the show, and I was like, oh, Mad Mike and his and his rockets, and um, I played a video on like YouTube or whatever. Not paying you any money, YouTube. Stop asking. And uh, and he just like blasts off into the air, and then it just sort of keeps going up and further into the distance, and is like just kind of free falling, and everybody uh, in everybody who's standing near the person who's filming is like, oh no! And I went, up, oh, better turn this off. <laughs> uh, so this is just um, Hunter the Godfather, as he calls himself on Instagram, the stuntman. It describes <laughs> sitting 24 hours at a tub of bean dip for Los Toros as the greatest honor of his life thus far. Nice. Oh, dear. <sighs> Good on him. Honestly, that's nice as hell. Like, honestly, it's a, you know, they were hit hard by COVID because no one 
with any power in the US gave a fuck about anything happening to anyone. And this man saw an opportunity and said, you know what? I'm getting beans in my gooch. I'm getting beans in my gooch to support the people that I care about. And it's a Mexican restaurant that I love. Good on him. Well, it kind of looks, kind of looks like he's wearing waders. Well, that'd be smart. Well, yeah, but like, are you really sitting in the beans? You know, yeah, that's true. You kind of want to be marinating them and if, marinating yeah. in them if you're doing it properly. I I do want the beans on my chode if I'm doing it. If you I'm, reckon he, they like you know how um when David Blaine did those things where he's like I'm standing on a pillar in uh fucking Central Park for 24 hours or for two days or whatever. But he was allowed to get down and piss. Do you think this guy has the same deal going where he can like get out and like take a shit if he needs to? Or... Uh, well, well, they're not going to do anything with the beans afterwards, you know? Is he shitting into his waiters? I guess Those is what I'm asking. Those beans are way greyer than I was expecting. Well, you're not going to bring out your best beans for the tub that a man is sitting in. They're pretty liquidy beans, aren't they? I guess it'd kind of suck if you just filled up a thing with like... Um, with like refried beans and then you had to sort of clear a space for yourself and climb in and then do it like you were um like you were getting buried at the beach you know mm. that doesn't quite have the same ring to it as sliding into a nice big liquid tub of beans this is incredible his instagram bio he describes himself as a quote flawed man supporting small businesses through extreme marketing stunts and that's some good stuff well, yeah, yeah. Also, he made this Instagram account for this. His first post is about how he's going to be spending 24 hours. I think he's just starting out as a stuntman. Huh. Well, what a way to get a start, you know? Well, we're talking about him. So clearly it worked. He's gone That's international. That's true. All the way, all the way across, across the globe. Talking about a man sitting in some beans. Imagine if he had done a real stunt. <laughs> Back you. in the old days, back in the old days, this man would be climbing up a ladder and jumping off a diving board into a bucket of beans, you know? Probably dying. Yeah, and <laughs> him and the horse that he did the, the jump on would, would be dead. <laughs> he's, he's being crushed by the horse and then the horse is being put down right after that, you know? Huh, not anymore, is... not with these snowflakes in their masks. Because they're in California. It does say masks required to come and look at this stunt. And well, that's good. Enough. At least someone's fucking taking it seriously. Well, he, wore, he had his mask on the whole time that he was in there. So, you know, if this guy can keep his mask on uh, during 24 hours of sitting in a bathtub full of beans, I think you can keep yours on too. Yeah, take that, America. You should be <laughs> lectured about COVID by a country that has had a handful of deaths. That's right. It was very funny. Uh, Lucy is not with us because... Uh, she, she died. Was... She died. <laughs> She's no longer with us. She ate the whole tub of beans that the guy sat in. <laughs> she <laughs> flew over there special. <laughs> um, anyway, Doing it with Lucy... a silly straw at a distance while he's still in there. Oh. <laughs> can you try stomping on some of those beans so I can get them up the straw? Oh, no. Uh... No, um, Lucy Lucy was on a plane, which is why she could not join us. Uh, and she was coming here for dinner. Uh, but she did send us a message recently uh, when she was getting on a flight. And she was like, oh, I'm here in the airport. And um, there's a very free-spirited couple 
<laughs> very very free-spirited couple at like the boarding gate uh, trying to explain to the staff that they like they don't need to wear a mask because they have like some type of exemption uh and then five or ten minutes later she sent us another message saying uh these two people are now being dragged away screaming by the police they have been arrested and they are shrieking about how they don't require a medical certificate to fly without a mask and uh that was pretty funny to me uh, friend of the show, the other Ben, uh, had a couple try come into Netherworld in the the very brief time where masks were mandatory in Brisbane, which was like two weeks, uh, and they were like, "Oh, we're actually exempt." And Ben was on the door and was like, "Oh, can I ask why?" And then the woman immediately pulled out a like binder full of like sovereign citizen stuff. Yes, and it's like, um, yeah, we're probably probably just not going to let you into the venue, hey. Like you, you just point slightly downwards to the no sovereign citizens sign. <laughs> it's so wild. Like, they probably could have gotten away with it if they were just like, you know, oh, we have some sort of insane respiratory condition you've never heard of, blah, blah, blah. But instead, immediately being like, well, when the Australian government was created, it was under the naval flag. Yeah, you just need a rule of the door that says... um. Uh, only only citizens of the corporation registered as Australia allowed in here. <laughs> oh, fuck, fuck they got a, us. It's a good one. Oh, shit. <laughs> oh, dear. Well, I guess that's all we have time for today. Uh, what did we learn? You, if, if you want to oh, help people, climb We didn't rate the scam on our patented scam rubric. Oh, okay. Um... Okay, so this one is, uh, I guess, it's pretty regular as far as the wellness scams go in the sense that if you can relieve some dipshit of $12,000 by giving them, like, a wand and saying, hey, this is making your water extra spicy, uh, that's fine, except that you're fucking with innocent victims here, ham radio operators, and they don't deserve that. Yeah. Yeah, and there's no guts to it either. Yeah, there's no ballsiness to it. Yeah, yeah, it's true. It's uh, it's nothing, nothing wildly brave about it. It's just, it's just stupid. It's like that scam. It's, it's like the biocharger thing. Well, I, I mean, look, there are some redeeming points in that it's rich people that are getting ripped off. But yep. if, if there's the ham radio element again, th- those people just wanted to talk to some people in some other countries, which you could do easily with the internet, but it's harder with a ham radio, <laughs> which is the selling point. I. I, I also think that, like, just in general, all of the scams that revolve around, like, selling something that is basically presenting itself as, like, medical equipment, um, I'm sure that you would not need to dig very far with any of them to get to the point of having them claim that they can, like, cure cancer and stuff like that. Yeah. And, I, mm-hmm. and I think that generally that is very bad. I also suspect that maybe at this price point, it's a similar situation to the Biocharger NG where some people that run a crystal wellness shop buy it. And then charge people to come in and use it. So those people are getting fleeced and they're not necessarily millionaires. They're possibly desperate people trying to figure out why their lives are so awful and unfulfilling and are hoping that a a radio frequency wand will fix that for them. Let's hope so. So that's victimy. So this is victimy, but not ballsy, which puts it at the bad corner corner. of the rubric. Yep. Thumbs down. Two thumbs down from us. Um, also, if you do successfully manage to cut your own head off and regrow a body, 
please write into mailbag at buntavista.com and let us know. That's as good a place as any to end the episode. Thanks for joining us, uh, and we'll catch you next week.